All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to First Impressions Podcast, the podcast dedicated to our love for Jane Austen, and we give a big middle finger to all the haters. This is Maggie, and I'm here with Kristen. Hello. Once again, live and in person, coming to you from Boise. Boise, Idaho. Because we just literally kept rec- went on to record yes. after <laughs> yes. the last episode. You but for you, it. it's probably been a few weeks. So welcome back. Welcome. Uh, I hope you're still all loving the new theme song, Yay, because I love it. Song. Yes, Yay, thank awesome. you, Kate. Um, so let's get into it. We're doing episode four. Yes, we are doing movie commentary again, <laughs> episode four. So as you may remember in our last episode, um, <laughs> it ended with a proposal. It ended very dramatically with a, uh, heart gut wrenching proposal by Mr. Darcy. Oh, wait, we can't start it yet, Kristen. We have to let oh, people sorry. cue it up. You could, one could almost say an indecent proposal. Indecent. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a lot of incivility. Mostly from Mr. Darcy. Right. She was fine. She was fine until the end when she told him about himself in a uh, proper way that as he deserved. He was not a gentleman. No, he wasn't. He, but then he was. He responded to her he calling became, him not a gentleman. And and that's so such a good point, too, because as soon as she hurled that accusation at him that he's not gentleman-like, he became very gentleman-like. Like he yeah, so that wanted to- Kristen making that point because we all know that it's whenever just... someone smart says on the show, it's Kristen's voice. Right? No, actually, yes, but that is true. <laughs> but actually just now, I'll give you that one because that's a connection I didn't quite make, but I completely agree that when it's, it's because she just hurls that gentleman accusation at him. that He's like, you know what? F you, I can be a gentleman. <laughs> so it's like he goes like, and walks out like, snap. But it is also- very heartfelt when he says, accept my best wishes for your health and happiness. Yeah. I mean, he does love her and yeah. he is a good person at heart, as we all know. That is a good point. Um, and it, it is affecting. It is very affecting um, to see him walk out with his hat in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, sad. So that hat is fucking awesome. <laughs> and now we're about to start episode four, which is a very exciting time for everyone. As you know, Elizabeth is going to Pemberley. Suki was so excited. She just walked in the room. And then left. And then walked out again. <laughs> and she realized we were podcasting and not giving out treats or pets. Um, but, yes. but aren't we giving everyone a treat? Yes. This is uh, everyone is getting a treat. A special treat listening to us <laughs> podcast. Um, there are other Austin podcasts out there and around now. So we appreciate your business. Continue <laughs> <laughs> business. Um, I think everybody is bringing something different to the table, but we're definitely bringing with the movie com- commentaries some sparkle and fun. I'm not I sure think. exactly what we're bringing to the table, yeah. but it's something. People are listening to it, which I guess is some comment on its inherent. It's something. As value. my mom would say, it sure is something. <laughs> it sure is. It's something. It's something. Uh, Kristen, we need to come up with some ideas for things to do for our third anniversary, which is approaching oh, in six months. Wow. God, I'm so old. Do you think we'll still be alive then? I don't know if we're going to make it to our third anniversary. We may have to podcast from the old folks' home. I might just fall off one of the foothills of Boise. Chairs and (laughs) yes, fall off, fall off the foothills of Boise. Okay, well, let's get to it. It's enough preamble. Yeah, I know. So So we're going to do a countdown, and you're going to hit play on episode four, three, two. We're starting at the one. Play theme song once again. Colin Firth, Jennifer Ely. Uh oh. Oh, there we go. If there was a few there was seconds. A, there was a brief moment. So now you're all off and it's going to be very confusing. Yeah. No one's even watching this anyway. Yeah. I, I was telling Kevin, I was like, I don't know if these are any good. I mean, like people won't be able to see the movie and it's just us prattling on. 
he's like, no, people will be watching it with the movie. And I'm like, I don't know who has the time. That's fine. I actually listen to movie commentaries all the time without watching the movie. Because okay. it's usually a movie I know very well. Yeah. So why else are you watching the movie? Yeah, I'm sure you all could do like a Ready Player One style act through of this entire I suspect series. most of our listeners could recite this movie line for line all five and a half hours of it. Yeah. So as could I. I could give you the gist. Yes. Probably gist. not the exact correct level. Maggie and I used to, in our younger days, have quote offs. We still do that, Kristen. Every once in a while we do. And here comes Mr. Darcy walking out of the house in a snit. I like how the voiceover here where they each hear each other's insults, it's delivered very differently than it was. Very differently. He needs to get some sunglasses. Harsher. Really squinty. More harsh. Yeah, and he needs to comb his hair too. And she stamps her little foot. (laughs) With his crying. I do like that she's crying though. She is very upset. I could ever marry. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and he's just like shaking his head like he can't. He's just hearing get out her voice him. over and over in his head. He's so upset. He has to go write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> write a sad poem in your journal. Yeah. And move on. No, that's if this was fucking Byron. Byron, right? Yeah, Lord right. Byron would just go write a poem. Right. Darcy's gonna write a very well long well-written long letter and she still looks as though she has a bad headache doesn't he walk right past colonel fitzwilliam here like someone tries to talk to him yes it's coming up where cat lady catherine's like is that my nephew this is one of the only times we actually see lady catherine walking yeah it's true um i mean she shows up at um longbourn and stuff but she walks into the room And this is a perfect... Oh, look, he's so er open and earnest. Yeah, Colonel Fitzwilliam is so sweet. He's a very underappreciated character. Yeah. He kindly inquires into his health. Are you unwell? If you can't have the rich Fitzwilliam, you can always have Colonel Fitzwilliam. (laughs) The poor man's Mr. Darcy. (laughs) That's just rude. Um... Oh, and here the camera angle is just looking yeah. up at him, so he's looming over the camera. And he's, that bed—he's he's he's all off. He's off uh, tilter. He, <laughs> everything is topsy turvy. Yes, everything, and that gives a great impression of it. Let me pull out my paper. I just have to also <laughs> point out that bed frame because that is the it's most pretty incredible. That's the grandest thing I've ever seen. This is just where the oh, world yeah. he lives in, though. And he has to. Keep- this is not what the guest best room at Kristen and Kevin's house looks like, by the way. <laughs> no, not even close. It does have a king size bed, though. Yes, we like to treat our guests to the luxury of a king size bed. Very nice. And there's a little hangover kit with snacks. Yeah. Which I very much appreciate. It's we are cute. going to a wedding. And I have an 8 a.m. flight the next day. Oh, yeah, that was not good planning. Oh, here he's leaning back. He just torturously wrote, torturously, because he has to keep dipping. Doesn't he say, my dear Miss Bennett? Yes. Yeah. My de- my, uh, no. It's, dear says, Miss Bennett? He says, to Miss Elizabeth Bennett. Oh, all right. Because that um, would be too, for, too um, yeah. Uh, what's the word? If he said, my dear Miss Bennett, that would too, be too forward. I don't know what the conventions of the time were. I really don't. But it, there's a gaffe here when the camera pans really? away. Because you can see him through the window. But you can also see he's on a first floor. Uh, oh, and they showed him going <laughs> they up the show stairs. They showed him going up the stairs. <laughs> well, I um, never would have noticed that. I actually don't care. So I actually read a list online of the gaffes in this movie. So that's oh, the only no, reason no, I know. no. Everyone, never read those because then that's all you'll <laughs> ever that's all notice. that's all you'll think about. It's like I watched the Lord of the Rings making of special features. And I actually really wished I hadn't because it kind of took out the, magic. the magic. Oh, here he is in his, um, they're having a flashback. And he yeah, is and he's his, clearly his still a 40 year old man. His cap and gown and his, what are these called? The flat, flat hats. Yeah. Um, mortarboards. 
And it's like they wore those like every day. Yeah, but he's clearly like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's Dressed ridiculous. like a college student. Yeah. Where did they film that? Was that like in Oxford? Yeah, I think they filmed at the same place where Harry, we went saw the Harry Potter set. Mm -hmm. That's at Oxford. Oxford. Um, yes, because that's where they honestly, went. They, they went to Eton and then went to Oxford. I don't know if Eaton. It could have just been, Oxford honestly, like any old, any old cathedral yeah, or cathedral something, too. They had outside. Yes. Like Here is Wickham asking for and receiving the sum of 3,000 pounds. Um, and can you imagine so, Wickham as a lawyer? This version of the story is so believable, and when she hears it, she's going to be like, "Oh, I can totally see how that happened." But until you hear it, it makes Darcy seem like the biggest asshole. So that's why it's a really good story to use for this. Do we? So remember, though, this is all subjective. All of this. Do we feel that Darcy is a totally reliable narrator in this? With regard to the facts of how much money was given and the requests that were made. But the way that Wickham is clearly like very swarmy. Do you think oh, he was that? Where he kisses and then he looks at her like, hey, like he's clearly already got this plan. It has a ring of truth know. to it. Yeah, it, has, it does. It's very believable from what we know about the character. I find Darcy to be very reliable. And Darcy, if nothing else, tries to hold himself to a high standard. Honestly. That's true. That's very true. And disguises his abhorrence, remember. Yeah. Um, but you know, he likes to think that about himself, but he does still have yeah. prejudices too. So, you know, I think your point about is he reliable is also a good point. I think in relating these matters, it is because he also owns up to his part in it. Yeah. Where like he didn't, he, there were things he could have done differently. Yes. Um, we did establish though, in our book discussion that Lizzie is not always a reliable narrator. Mm hmm. She can be. I mean, she doesn't lie to the reader, but her impressions of people clearly are not always correct. Or yeah, it's a little have bit a like Emma, where a book. without realizing it, we are getting Elizabeth's yeah. uh, feelings about things and to, imbibing her opinions about people without necessarily yeah. realizing Well, and Pride and Prejudice is also, it's not a first-person narration. No, it's like indirect, yeah. pre-indirect narrative style. Oh, it's oh, Georgiana it's like seeing her brother. Oh, it's Georgiana! It's Every time, guys. Lucky. Every time. It's going to happen. <laughs> a few days before the intended elopement. It's just such good luck that he goes and she can't help herself to mm -hmm. it, but to acknowledge the whole... I like to... this. So you, you can imagine what I felt and how I acted. They don't... I was all they love do. to be a fly on the wall for the Darcy Wickham showdown. Oh, I know. Because you can imagine that they use some pretty crude language. I mean, Darcy had to go in there and be like, I know what you're fucking doing, dude. Um, I don't think so, though. He's such a gentleman. I think that he yeah. would. And he holds himself as so much higher not, than Wickham. I actually, don't think he would say it. Like I, I don't mean that he swore or yeah. like used coarse expressions. But he made it clear that he knew he was he said thing to things to wickham he could never say to georgiana yeah like, i'm sure but i'm sure he went in there and was like this is not happening you and i both know yeah this what this happening. what is you need to leave you and i both know this is about money and you're trying yeah. to use my sister um they should have just dueled yeah <laughs> i'm glad no, i'm not did. sure that darcy wins oh, he's so tortured oh leaning back his waistcoat is undone oh my god <laughs> And his cravat is askew. And he writes some more. And and then the morning when he's washing his face in this beautiful pitcher, silver pitcher and bowl, and he extinguishes the candle like he's been up all night. Okay, so fun fact. I love in movies and shows when people sniff out the candles, <laughs> candles with their, with their fingers. fingers. It seems so, so bamf, right? It, it bothers me that the, um, you can see underneath the candle, there's writing paper, and the candle wax has gotten spattered all over it. I'm like, but, that's nice writing paper, dude. Yeah, he can afford more. I know. He's this so wasteful. Thing. Like, he's so wasteful. Regular people rich. would never do that. I know, right? 
and all the broken nibs. Oh, yeah. Yes, broken nibs, too. This breakfast always looks very delicious to me. I know. She's crazy, girl. Don't say no to that breakfast. Look at that. I know. And look at how beautiful their china is. Oh, I know. And he's his mouth. That. Doesn't <laughs> she time it so that his mouth is full? Yes. And um, he's such a noisy breather when he eats, and he was always making those, like, mm-mm, mm-mm But they sounds. didn't actually eat breakfast until, like, 10 in the morning. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, They had to be a very leisurely schedule. Um, that garden's not going to weed itself, yeah, Collins. girl. Look, here she is. Walking amongst it's so pretty. They make Kent very beautiful. Yes, they do. Kent is very idyllic. I think they say that she goes in a totally different route than she normally goes to make sure she doesn't run into him. And of course, but he's got her number. He totally guesses that she'll do that. And then he, um, then he hasn't he been wandering the groves in some time and hopes of meeting her. her. (laughs) Yep, there she is, and she tries to get out of it, and he's not going to let her. But. He's not going to, you know, press his company upon her. Will you do the me the honor of reading this letter? And then he immediately pieces out. Um, but it's kind of poignant. You notice how her jacket and his coat are the same oh, color. Oh, yeah, they make them match. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny. They're both in a gray mood, I would say. Even, yeah, but even though she, they have pushed each other away, they are clearly still connected. Yeah. Ooh. Noticed that before. Stop. She's so into the letter, she can't even look where she's sitting. I'm gonna sit like, on the stump. Like, oh, where is it? Bump, bump. Oh, I never noticed that. That's yeah, cute. <laughs> she has to drop her bonnet and just read. Um, Be not alarmed, madam. The classic start to mm-hmm. a letter. That would make me very alarmed. Yeah, that's like when someone, if my phone rings late at night, my family knows the first thing they have to say is everything's fine, because <laughs> I'll freak out. <laughs> yeah. I love her um, narration as she's reading the letter too, like as she's following her commentary on it. Yeah, hateful man. <laughs> and what's smart is that we saw Wickham with his side, but now we're reading Bingley with her side, and that's the much less justifiable part. So we see her just getting angry and angrier and angrier about the whole Bingley thing. Yeah, uh, well, rather I, than being struck by the yeah. whole Wickham thing. But I do like how her feelings change as she reads. Like, this enrages her, but then she gets to the part with his sister. And, and it Wickham. starts to ring true. Yeah. Aw, look at oh, Bingley and Shane. They're so cute. That's like you and Kevin. The That's how I feel about you of her and Kevin. You guys are like that. Where it's We're just, like you that. have to be together. Aww. It's just like, makes sense. You're so Aww, perfect. Thank you. But yes, this comment about the serenity of her countenance, this is such an That's arrogant such, thing. Yeah, like who side. are you to think you know what she's thinking? He knows everything. He thinks he reads everybody and he doesn't. Oh, I love that. The Colonel made you for the half now. <laughs> Another time when Mariah can't even. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what that means over there. I'm the Colonel made you for over half an hour. <laughs> Um, she should have made her move. On oh, and she has that snotty response. I dare say we shall be able to bear the deprivation. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love how they're like sick burns are yeah. ten times That's, as long. Yes, as they, they would take be ten times as long to say yes, absolutely. Bear the deprivation. <laughs> I would have been like, whatever. <laughs> That's the modern response. Whatevs. I decay. Whatevs. Oh, oh yes, you can't really. Your yeah. father. The total want of propriety and she can't argue with it and then we get this the flashback to netherfield where they all just make total asses of themselves i mean like the, every single one of the them. real one to call her dad out on is when he dissed them all at the christmas party like arms and legs enough but, but he was darcy wasn't there for that i don't know also mary was so publicly humiliated yeah that's true that that seems worse to me in a way i mean her feelings mm-hmm. are like crushed stupid mr bennett I like that really nice water glass yeah, and decanter. I just that too. I'm trying to pay more attention to the backgrounds. 
with um, the production this is the design. Re- is this great. is the remastered version where you can see the colors are mm-hmm. a lot more mm-hmm. saturated. So you notice yeah. things you didn't notice before. The production design on this is just fantastic. Yes, yeah. everything is so beautiful. Oh, and then we get Elizabeth's comments. Just you know, hateful, hateful men. And I love this. Oh, there's <laughs> one part of my conduct. Really, astonish me. Astonish me. <laughs> <laughs> She's so snarky. They, they, wrote, they wrote such a great script for it with all these little flourishes. She's so Aww. snarky. And Jane leaving. Um, and him just like Grover looking Street. out over her. Looming. He's always looming. The camera yeah. angle starts looking up at him. Um, yes. And it's such a I bet they stopped doing that though. There's a lot of that in the first part. But I bet as soon as she, I guarantee you. From the moment she hits Pemberley, we will not see any more looming camera that angles. Kind of looking up at him. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. And um, that's such a such a characteristic Darcy way to end a letter. I have nothing more to say. No other apology to offer. Peace out. Yeah. Mm, bye. <laughs> further, and he's in the book. It says further apology will oh, be observed. Oh, Charlotte's such pretty. Like, oh, that t- like little no, lace thing, lace bonnet thing she's tied around. No, I want to make this point that it's like in the in the book it says. He says, further apology would be absurd. Oh, yeah. Which, when contrasted with Collins apologizing every time he, like, trips Mm -hmm. or sneezes or whatever, gives Darcy some, like, just makes the contrast very obvious. Like, Darcy has so much more dignity. They did change that. I think that they thought maybe further apologies would be absurd with a little harsh. It's a little harsh, yeah. Okay, Lady Catherine's deluded. (laughs) They are excessively sorry to go. Oh, their attachment to Rosings mm-hmm. increases. Look, if Darcy were going to marry Anne, Anne Darcy, he would have proposed already. Or I mean, he would hang out more than once a year. Yeah, Anne de Berg, rather than Anne Darcy. She's yeah. just deluding herself. Yeah. Yeah, they're both adults. If the marriage was going to happen, he would have made it happen. Oh, my God. I love Lady Catherine. Oh, look, it's a dress you like, Kristen. Oh, yeah. I do like Lady Catherine. You're very dull this evening, Miss Bennett. That's something, I mean, my mother would say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Rachel is like Catherine de Berg and that she pulls no punches whatsoever. And but I love that my mom, if people if we're talking in another part of the house, she will come in and say, What are you saying? I must have my part <laughs> in the conversation because my mom gets it, you guys. She gets it. <laughs> oh no, Mariah can't even it's happening. Look at Collins. He's so shocked. He's got his hands up to his mouth. Yes. David Bamber. David Bamber. Oh, so good. And then we're being told that daughters are never so much consequence mm-hmm. to a father. Well, lady, you don't understand my mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love her black lace. <laughs> They're like shocked. She offered <gasps> the barouche box. box. Well, that's actually a gaff um, as well. I won't, I won't get into it. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, actually. the barouche box. Um, the birds behind her are just my favorite. That big bird. Mm-hmm. She is very bird-like, though. Mm-hmm. And I should have looked to see if there were other birds. Um, she is very bird-like. Oh my god, that's yeah, a good with like point. her her like yes, Roman her nose, sort of like aquiline yeah. beaked nose. Um, but this is a good point that you made before. They are traveling post to get back home because mm-hmm. Sir William has already left. Yeah, and uh, Darcy wouldn't have had to do that. Um, he just like <whistles> calls up his carriage and goes wherever he wants. Yeah. Collins holds his hand up to uh, his lips so every time she starts talking. I'm quite put out. I'm going to start working that into my everyday conversation. It's so funny how fond she grows of Elizabeth's company. Despite oh, her. Oh, and when Mariah repacks her trunk. her trunk. I'm determined to start afresh. 
Do you want pounds? You can arrange them in any way you wish. She's like, what? What? <laughs> she looks at her with this. She does have a very gormless expression. I was like, are you crazy? She'll know. <laughs> she'll know. I could see Mariah being like, she oh, she'll, she'll know. my trunk. Um, <laughs> she can see into the future. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is when it gets awkward. This, where he makes this like weird pronouncement about his fortunate alliance. Just stop to Colin. So much of Collins's problem is he could, if he would just stop talking. <laughs> That's my problem too. If I could just stop talking. Yeah. No, and this is where she tries to unite truth and civility in mm-hmm. a few short sentences. Um, and she does a very good job. She says, you're very good. You know, on this point, it's well to be silent. Oh, yeah. You are very good. <laughs> oh my God. She lets him keep his pride. Yeah, she does. She's a nice lady. That Elizabeth, she's a good egg. You know, he means well. He's just so, his priorities are mixed up and just not the brightest guy. <laughs> he says Charlotte and I were designed for oh, each other. and then he waves uh. at her and she's like, uh. <laughs> but, the, and, you know, in the end, they're pregnant, you know, so it's like a weird um, yeah. thing to try to process, you know, but. That's the, but that's the lot she picked. That's the lot she yeah. drew. And it's good. Then she'll have a baby and she'll be happy and she'll have more family, you know. Yeah. I think Charlotte would be, will be happy when she has children. Yes, I think so too. Well, I mean, it must get lonely just in that house with yes, him, you know. Exactly. I mean, she's not a super sentimental person. And I'm but... sure they're not allowed to really um, socialize oh. other than when with Lady Catherine. Yes, right. And there they are in, in the post carriage with the two people like sleeping, and like the yeah. old lady sleeping, and the creeper guy. Yeah, listening to their conversation. How much you have to conceal? Yes. Oh my! And she leans out the carriage. Did she see his face Seeing here? And it's really weird. Face I wish they'd left that out. Head. That is weird. It's very nineties. I don't know. I like it. And then you see under the carriage and the horses, which just gives us an idea of the turmoil of yeah. the mind. She's this. just like very uh, unstable. Yes. Yes, I just love how that is ed- edited and cut. Isn't it interesting, smart. though, where she, at that moment, she's not, like, remembering what he said, the bad stuff. She's it's like once he said, I, okay, I've always said that there's nothing more attractive than someone who's attracted to you. Yes. And once he makes clear that he likes her, then she's yeah. like, mm-hmm. And Austin would totally endorse that sentiment in Northanger Abbey. She says the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the girls are leaning out the window. Pretty dramatic music, and then... Yeah. They're just leaning out the window. Listen, yeah. So that's so Lydia too, just yeah. like yell at you, to scream at you. Yes, she is. <laughs> not, she is the furthest thing from ladylike. And I, I always think in the book where they make fun of the guy for being like an ugly fellow. I've never seen a long, longer nose in my life or whatever. He um, looks like Bingley to me. He could be Bingley's younger brother, this they're, actor. They're dressing a salad and cucumber, by the way. That's what they're oh, okay. eating in the book. Just great. so you know. <laughs> I always think it's interesting when the food is mentioned. Um, oh, the regiment's oh, leaving. The regiment's leaving. This is so terrible, Kristen. What are we going to do? Oh, that is the big dear. hunk of roast beef. <laughs> it sure is. Oh, the news about a certain <gasps> person we all know. Who is that? And she she says she excuses the servant, which is just like her formality mm-hmm. and discretion um he wants you know he's kind of lingering he, he yeah. wants to hear the gossip she's also shooting looks at him too God, yeah, Lydia, get it you, together yeah. keep it in your pants <laughs> wickham is safe <laughs> poor mary king 
Yeah. I should say married king is safe. safe. Her outlook on it has been totally revital, like flipped. I don't like this part. Who could have bought such a nasty little freckled thing? Hey, look, Lydia. (laughs) I'd punch her in the face. But this is a great moment where Lydia is like, I know you think as ill of her as I do, but that... So and true. in the book, it says Elizabeth was shocked to think about how, however incapable of the coarseness of expression, it was the same feeling she had harbored in her breast and fancied liberal. Mm. And so this is how she, shocked she is by discovering herself. This is, she's being confronted by herself. In yeah. Way. Um, yeah. Jane's back. excited to Jane hear about the proposal. Oh, she takes the compliment. She That's takes the Jane is such a romantic. I, and she's such a sweet person. And now she feels so bad. Like that someone so important and handsome would propose to her. Yeah, of course. She she wasn't there, too. If he had said those things to Jane, she would have also been very hurt, I think. Yes. And Elizabeth, like, he has other feelings, Mm -hmm. trust me. Um, But uh, she pulls to Darcy. And then Jane won't blame Elizabeth for speaking warmly of Nathaniel. We all liked him, right? Everybody liked him. Yeah. How could you know? How could you know? Jane is just like endlessly forgiving and kind yes and now she wants to make them both good there yeah. must be some terrible that mistake. cognitive dissonance yes <laughs> she, she looks so confused she's so confused she looks so confused yeah she generally genuinely can't process perhaps it. there's been a terrible perhaps mistake <laughs> you'll never be able to make them both good i love there this is line. just enough merit between them to make one good sort of man is that austin line i think so yes i think it is that's a very classic. It's very clever way to put it too. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Poor everyone. James poor everyone is like poor all. everyone. One has all the goodness, and, and the, the other, other all has the all the appearance of it. The good, another good so line. great. Their conversations with each other are always really good. These like bedtime. Yeah, you can fests. really see the trust and love between them and the sisterly relationship they did yeah. a really good job with that and the even in this moment like oh how i wanted you mm-hmm. you know i never till that moment i never knew myself lizzie is dealing with some heavy stuff yeah. right now Kristen, this is some heavy shit it's some heavy sh- <laughs> like oh the sisterly hug do they all have their own bedroom at longhorn that's a lot of bedrooms yeah it actually is it's actually pretty impressive so they must have six, right? Like a guest room. I feel like Lydia and Kitty must share a bedroom or, because they must stay up all night chatting. Yeah. Through each other. And then Jane and Lizzie probably share when guests are there. Oh yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. And they always have a fire. Actually, you're right that they probably would have shared a room yeah. just to cut down on the fuel, right? So, Kristen, how do you feel about them keeping Wickham's past a secret? Well, I think that they kind of had to. Yeah. I, I don't blame them. I know she blames herself later for not speaking up, but it would just seem like really a dick move. Yeah, it would. Especially when he's not there anymore. Right. Because he doesn't present a risk anymore, at least in their mind. Yeah, so, and it involves Mrs. Darcy. And, it, and exactly, and it would have been gossipy for them to do that. So they, And that's ant- antithetical to them to be gossipy. And that is... We talked about how this book is all about gossip, and this is a time when people are choosing not to. Not to gossip. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And it comes back around. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes gossip is essential. Kristen, look at that ham. It looks really oh good. Oh, my God. I'm so oh, hungry. It's like dinner time, we're so, so we're just hungry. like, oh. <laughs> look at the food. I was, I'm now, she looks like she's drinking wine. Yeah, it does look like wine in, in that, her little goblet there. Breakfast wine. Oh, camp food. Oh, camp food. So delicious. Mm. 
I thought I should have broke my heart when mm. Colonel Lucille Regiment went away. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for that line. Um, pass the potatoes to your aunt garden. Yeah. <laughs> because I, all I want is potatoes for breakfast right now. Well, oh. no, you've got the full British breakfast, the full English. Yes. Full English breakfast. He's drinking wine too. Yeah, yes. I guess they're having Sorry wine to be breakfast. Wow. So many hearts. Kitty's got water. I don't know. I feel like it's important now to distinguish who's drinking what. I don't know. You, probably, <laughs> yeah. you guys probably don't care. So I think this really does drive home, though, that Mrs. Sure Bennett was Lydia. Lydia's Mrs. Bennett. Oh, yes. Yes. Hooks, hooks them up between them. Oh, and yet I am on moves. See, my dad. My, when my dad got into Pride and Prejudice, it was these kind of lighthearted, funny scenes that mm-hmm. made him laugh and kind of made him pay a little bit more attention. Because when I would first watch this, he would be like, oh, watching girl stuff. And then he got more and more drawn yeah. in. Yeah. Kristen, should we go sea bathing? Yes, let's go sea bathing. I think sea bathing would you be A little sea bathing would set me up forever. <laughs> Yet I am unmoved. <laughs> like Kevin, he's always ruining our plans. <laughs> We're like, Kevin, you, bathing you can't go go sea bathing. There's no sea here, guys. In inland Idaho. I know we have a lot of listeners who are not from the U.S., so... Idaho is not a famous state. No one ever really talks about it. So I wonder if people are like, should I even look up where that is? Like, it's such a weird place. It's close. To, it shares the border with Canada. Yeah, and it's close to Seattle, if you know where Seattle is. Um, it, it's really nice. It's like mountains, but then flat. It's technically a desert. <laughs> yes, but it's it like, is. it gets cold. Uh, you know, it snows and stuff and it gets cold. Um, There's skiing here. A lot of skiing. It's really nice. And now the girls are It is landlocked. Flowers. Yes, Idaho's landlocked. And the gals are cutting flowers and talking about heart. And she's saying that I'm well. I'm okay. Yes. Jane's okay. I, I shall be well. I shall, I shall be my... Yes, no. wouldn't we all Poor like Jane. to be she's ourselves She's just been so depressed. Again? Life has really kicked her around. Wouldn't yeah. we all like to be ourselves again? But no, we care. And remember, there was someone that was interested in her before, too. Yeah. Um, the guy who wrote, wrote her poetry. Wrote her poetry. And that's how you knew it was over. <laughs> Good sonnet will starve away love entirely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can't find out if she saw anything of Bingley in London. Because she wasn't going to force herself. She just his... talks about it all yes. the time. She, she's just driving. Even Lizzie's like, could she please? And saying insane things. Like, mm-hmm. I wish he would come back. No one wants to see him. Well, my comfort is she'll die of a broken heart. You know, like. It's <laughs> a horrible thing to say. Oh, my God. She's just the most crass woman if i was her i would not have put up with it like what does that mean she's it's completely revisionist if mrs bennett was in this situation she would have gone to netherfield and burned it to the ground yes that'll show him it's weird how distorted her thinking and her memory is she's almost she and we see this later she twists events to show herself in the best well she lives entirely in the present Yes. She has no thought for the future. The past is not is something that is just malleable, that it can yes. be however she wants to remember it. And it's never, ever, ever her fault. No. And we all know people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop looking at me, Kristen. <laughs> I totally was not looking at her. I know. It's gentle just a joke. That was just a joke. Gentle listeners. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Here's some exciting here's the letter, the invitation. The you will never guess, so I'll tell you. Her particular, her particular friend. friend. <laughs> oh, Lizzie's like, oh, um, this is not good. Yes, it is an honor to be so singled out. Oh, Kitty. By the general's 15-year-old wife. 
It's so um, weird. It's so gross. It's weird to me that Kitty may- never became Harriet's Harriet Foster's particular friend because aren't Hit Kitty and Lydia always together? How did Lydia manage to become friends with this girl, but Kitty didn't? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're always in the same conversation. Yeah, like I could true. see Lydia and this other chick like laughing and whispering to each oh, other. Yes. And dressing up Chamberlain and women's because clothes. Because Mrs. Fo- Mrs. Foster wants to get with the Queen Bee. Yes. And Lydia is definitely the Queen Bee. Mm-hmm. They're the plastics yeah. of Hertfordshire society, of mm-hmm. Meriton society. That's a Mean Girls reference in case you're not. Oh, yeah. Have you guys not seen Mean Girls? Sorry. If you haven't, turn this off. <laughs> no, never turn Pride and Prejudice Go to Netflix off. and watch Mean oh. Girls. Yeah, but this it will help inform your viewing of it, I think. Mm. If there was no Pride and, if there was no Jane Austen, there would definitely be no Mean Girls. Yes. I agree with that. Oh, she will never be easy until she has exposed herself that to some so public place. That is so horrible. It is horrible. Great parenting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Parent of the Year award right here. Oh, my. And he just sees, again, he has no regard for her credit. And he's like, no, no, Lizzie, this is the perfect situation. She can go humiliate herself. Yes, yes. And we don't have to be (laughs) there. It'll be incredibly convenient. At very little expense to myself. She tries, though. And she has to lie. No, I have have no injuries to resent. Well, Jane definitely has injuries to resent. And she can't share that information. Well, he wouldn't get it anyway. He would still just discount yes, her. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Because he would laugh off the men involved too. Yeah. But at a certain point, there are no men. So you really, <laughs> I mean. See, this know? actor is playing it like he is actually listening to what she's saying. Yeah, well, he has a ton of respect for her as a person. Mm-hmm. But he's he's has more respect for himself ultimately. Yeah. I think that he thinks she's overreacting. She's being hysterical and overreacting. It's a misogyny. misogyny. Well, as we all know, the word hysterical is also very... He's unmoved by her emotion. Maybe he sees her a little bit like her mother in this um, this particular moment. And then he's like, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Don't make yourself uneasy, my Mm -hmm. love. It's very sweet. It is sweet, though, that he tells her, like, wherever you go, wherever you and Jane go, you will be respected respected and valued. I mean, he, he also, to be fair, does have a point. Yes. Yes. It's a... But, but the, the reason why time, he has a point is because he never bothered to discipline Lydia. Right. Well, and, and he, he, is, he is wrong because uh, you, he says you will not appear to have to any less advantage. Well, actually, they totally did. Yeah, but I mean, like, well, no one foresaw it being that. The ba- being that what, catastrophic. What he's referring to is like Lydia's at a party and says something and then everyone, it, there actually are consequences. Mm. That's what he's referring to. I mean, he's not referring to her like running off with someone right. and ruining the family. No, but and I mean, Jane. I think that he does have a point in that that is now the only thing that would teach her. Oh, yeah. Probably. But that is because of his own Because failing. of his failings up to this point. Yeah. But I mean, when he says you won't be. Okay, look, that dress oh, is ridiculously gosh. low cut. And her turban. Harriet Foster's turban. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. I should have brought a turban to wear to the wedding on Saturday. You totally should have. Oh, my God. My purple turban became my odd face. It's another Martha <laughs> Abbey. Sorry. It's another Abbey reference. That would have been such a perfect turban opportunity. Oh, and here she has to have Wickham come to her in all his guise yeah. of being gentlemanly. And she has to play nicely nice. She's wearing that fancy... Um, um, Netherfield dress again. Oh, yeah, the party dress that she wore when she was hanging out with Jane. Yeah, drinking tea, sipping her tea. Where are they? Are they at um, Mrs. Phillips' house? 
They are no, the they Foster's are, house. No, they're at the um the sitting room of Lizzie's house. Oh. And I can tell by the picture over the mantle being the oh. same picture that's there when it Bingley looks completely proposes different to from Jane. this angle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So now Wickham is trying to throw shade on Darcy for no reason. He just yeah. loves talking about it. He loves talking it's, about well, himself. Well, it's his, it's his go-to, right? Yes, his go-to If he's ever not sure what to... What is that? all tangled up in this. Oh, oh Kristen, help me. Okay, thank you. I'm all tangled up in the cord. <laughs> oh, I dare not hope he has improved in essentials. Ugh, he's so... Um, despicable yeah but this scene. is so great when she like lets she know she lets him know that she knows that mm-hmm. he's full of shit yeah don't mean to imply that his mind or his manners mm-hmm. are improved for the better but by knowing him better <laughs> improved my opinion of him i love her facial expression he gets her, it look so now eyebrows. he knows that she knows yeah. <laughs> i see and then he bows it's all and, subtext oh and harriet foster wickham wickham Come here. She's gross. <laughs> she's so funny. She's got a sensuality to her. Just I've like seen that, that actress. She's a very small role in this, but I've seen mm-hmm. her in many other things and she's very good. Yes, I saw her Midsummer Murders. And because I make a point of not looking it up right away, it drove me insane. Yeah. <laughs> I love her brown silk polka dot mm-hmm. uh, pelisse here. You cannot watch any British show without IMDb at your side. No, it's true. You should never do that. Oh, and here Lydia this tries to get in the coach. And she falls. And she Boom. falls. That's me. Um, it must have been a gaffe that they loved and kept in because she improvised the line. Yeah. Oh, is that true? I don't oh, Lord, know. What if I should fall and break my head? It must be though, because why else would they write that? You know, like oh, unless it goodness. says she falls getting into the curtain, that'd be <laughs> very laugh if I should fall and break. Just like I'll be like coming down the stairs at my wedding, looking beautiful, <laughs> and then I'll pull a J Law and just like, <laughs> yeah, that's my biggest fear. Well, Not my biggest married. fear, but my biggest social fear is to fall in front oh, of a girl, whole bunch I do of that all the time. Me. We went to Starbucks the other day and I fell into the store. Oh no! <laughs> I tripped coming over the door frame and stumbled into this. It was, oh my God. It was like a, it was like a outtake from a TV show. And then I just ripped the earbuds out. Of oh my God. Both of us, she ripped the earbuds out. Me. I was flailing how, and it became real. how uncoordinated she is. Hey, she look, really I it. scampered pretty well up those hills today. <laughs> you certainly did. She left I me behind. S- I scampered about the countryside. Scampering about the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the gardeners are here. Yay, I love the gardeners. The gardeners. They're so nice. Yay. It's so nice to see normal people in an Austin store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And all the little kitties. Oh, I love this little girl in the pink. And he helps her out. Yes, she's adorable. How many children do they have? Five? I don't know. They have I a see lot. four. Four or five. Yes. Whoever their coachman is, their, or I guess it's their butt, whoever that guy is in the background, the he had a very open, nice face. You never noticed that guy either. Me neither. But I never noticed him helping the daughter out. Yeah. Oh, bad news. We can't see the Lake Country. Gotta I wish my aunt and uncle would show up and be like, like come we're, with we're us. Whisking you away on a month <laughs> vacation. Um, Derbyshire? Is, Derbyshire apartment complex is not. <laughs> is not. Derbyshire itself <laughs> has nothing to compare. Southern counties have nothing co- to compare to the wild and untamed beauty of the peaks. I have been to so the Peak District, and it is, in are. fact, beautiful. My friend Rachel and I got lost. Does it look like trying to find Lime Hall, the house that plays Pemberley. Ooh. It does look like this. It is beautiful. I mean, we found the house, and it was great, but we were just, like, walking up and down. It's stunning. Oh, my God. 
gosh. It's very beautiful. It reminded me a lot of Scotland, actually. And shout out to Rachel. Hey, girl. Hey, hey girl. She went with us on our Jane Austen. Yeah, weekend, she was there. You guys went to Lake Country. I went home. That's right. Lake Country was beautiful, too. Peak and Lake Countries are very different and very beautiful in their own way. And here they are in the open coach, traveling in the summer, getting tanned. Um, I wonder if it was raining the day they filmed this. It does look very overcast. It, it looks, yeah, a little overcast. And rain does not always read on film. It has to be raining pretty hard for you to see it oh, really? on film. Mm. You're welcome. Yes, some knowledge dropped by Margaret. Oh, oh, oh yes. Sword fighting. Parry, parry thrust. <laughs> this guy's funny. great. He always reminds me of um, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Very good, so, sir. He's so formal. He shall overcome this, Kristen. Oh, look, he's in Scotland. Oh, is that what that means? That's a Scottish flag. Oh. No, I'll come back tomorrow week. Bid you a day. Just, don't you just love the land? Yeah, I just love British people. Oh, and that white shirt. Once That's again, we're in the sea. He will overcome shirt. this. He shall conquer this. Oh, God, he's so sexually frustrated. I prefer the scene when they chopped off the second I shall to show it on TV mm. because I feel like the second I shall is too much. By the way, I have to tell you this story while Elizabeth is it about is that rock climbing rock. There's this like famous rock. <laughs> it looks like a face to me. That rock always looks like this, but okay. What's the story? I have to tell you that the first time I saw Pride and Prejudice, they saw the first two episodes ended, you know, they were aired yeah, as a two hour block. Yeah. It's a two hour block. So it ended at the proposal. Then we went out of town and I missed the <gasps> third one. So for months I had no idea how it ended. And I was talking to someone about it. I was like, how does it end? Because I hadn't read the book and I didn't. it didn't occur to me that I could read the book. Oh, here we are with Hannah. It just seems to me that you were just always an Austin scholar. Yes, you think I just came out of uh, the womb that way. Your mother was like, Austin. why is my child reading at six months? I actually don't know. When we have these podcast questions come up and I think I should know that. And sort of my education stops where the books stop because I'm not very good at learning about Regency stuff in the vacuum. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I should feel awkward going to answering Pemberley. questions about Regency era. Yeah. Well, that's when we needed Bethany to talk about our. our we need to have another clothes. have Bethany do all the work and research, and then come on and talk to us episode. Oh yeah, we do. We have to. <laughs> she should listen to all our podcasts, hear all our questions. Uh, come yeah. on, and Bethany, if you're interested in coming back to do another Regency do all life our thing, research let us for know. us. Yeah, absolutely. Bethany, the intern. <laughs> this dinner looks really good too yeah it does Ooh, and this, i love how they show mr gardner smelling it he's so cute hannah is so cute. i like hannah too i'm like i want hannah to be happy yeah and, and have maybe hannah off. and colonel fitzwilliam <laughs> everybody and colonel Fitz, maybe kitty and colonel fitzwilliam and i love how mr gardner is always telling me hannah she's a good girl and like yeah. saying it within her hearing it's very sweet well it's like a way back then of if you were complimenting the service yeah right right my strategy is i'll go find the manager and then be like so and so was really wonderful oh that's nice um you don't ever send your compliments to the chef? My compliments. You know, I do. I'll say, please tell the chef we really enjoyed oh, this. Blah, blah. And sometimes they will come out. Really? Yes. Oh, I have awesome. had, like, at one of my favorite restaurants in D.C., um, everything was so delicious. And I told our sister, please tell the chef how much we enjoyed this. And the guy then came out. And he was like, I heard that you really enjoyed your dinner. And we were like, oh, my God. Yeah, thank you. It was <laughs> so fun. Awesome. That's so fun. That's awesome. Maybe I'll start doing that. I just like lifting people's day up. Oh, I here we are. Like, here I've been in the service are. industry and I just feel like it's always the bad stuff. 
Yeah. And so I try to make a point of saying of giving stuff. good feedback. We just, by the way, got oh, yeah, a so glimpse I talked of over Kimberly. And it is very beautiful. They yelled, Stop the coach because we just have to they're pretty awesome. Um I think yeah, how do you like the house? Just cry. It's, they are really struck by this house. So happily situated. Yeah, and it it just like in the book, it doesn't have false adornments mm-hmm. because it's so beautifully situated. Yeah. I wonder who in the world of Jane Austen. I wonder how much she digs into the history of her characters. And so if she knew like when the house was built oh. and who got the architect to build it and who designed it, hmm. if that's something she thought about. Maybe. Like had the Darcys lived in this house for like five generations or 10 or. Yeah. I she I had know. ideas about all that. Yeah. And this, I think that one would be willing to put up with a great deal to be yeah. mistress of Pemberley. Of all this, I might have been mistress. Well, this is the same so Charlotte Lucas. Up. Like, yeah, I'll put up with it to get my parsonage. Yeah. You know, what would you put up with to live in Pemberley? I feel like I could put up a lot. I don't know. I can barely keep up with the house cleaning in my 800 square foot condo. Well, you wouldn't but have to clean a whole it. team, right? Yes, they have a, a team army of people to clean this house. That's what I want. I just want someone to clean. Pick up after me. Do you think, I bet Darcy is very sad that his parents have passed away and I had a chance to meet Lizzie. Yes, actually. They seemed like lovely people. I think that he, especially his mom, I think that he really thinks that they would. This is all me reading into it. I don't know. But just based on what we know of the characters. All we really know about his mom is that she agreed with Lady Catherine de Berg to marry their children together. But But, we know a lot more about the Yeah, but I feel like she was probably also like, "Mm mm-hmm, sure. Oh, uh, maybe. Or maybe just had a lot of sisterly affection for Catherine Burke. Yeah. Oh, this moment of all this, I might have been mistress. She's just blown away. This always makes me think of how this in the subplot in Emma, how who gave the piano forte is such a oh yeah important mystery. Yes, yes. And here Darcy is buying a piano for Georgiana. Oh, I love that parallel. It's a sign of love buying a piano. Well, also forte. it's really expensive. Yes. Uh portrait painting that does not look like her at all <laughs> i'm just saying. well you know production wise they painted that portrait of some rando white chick and then hired <laughs> the actress <laughs> right <laughs> um oh here we are the miniatures so look at that room yes the gorgeous Marble. yellow and white those are also they, not particularly true to life but they did an okay job of rendering colin Firth and uh I guess. Yeah, it's pretty good. They're I mean, younger. They're younger. Yeah, so they're supposed right. to look like teenagers there. Yes, it's pretty good. Oh, here we hear the, the tea about um, Wickham turning out very wild indeed. Mm-hmm. Very wild. Yeah. That's it, her, that's her short, her like short way of saying that he's a jerk. He's a jerk. <laughs> well, and here is the scene where Elizabeth knows Mr. Darcy, the housekeeper finds out about it. And we're just in such a bizarre situation where you're touring somebody's house, but you also know that it is very strange. This is a thing back then. I mean, it's a thing now. Like when I, when I go to England and the UK, like you tour great homes that people live in. Yeah. But it's just like so strange to us, I think. Oh yeah. It's, you do that here for museums Mm -hmm. or if it's like the house is dedicated to that purpose. Yes. It's so odd to like walk through someone's house. Kristen, let's start offering tours of the Casa de Whitman. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
And here's where Margaret, when she visits, sits on the couch and watches Netflix. <laughs> we'll start the first impressions podcast tour. Oh my gosh. We'll go to all the places that you and I used to hang out at. We just heard about what a good guy Darcy is. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth trying to be like, hmm, perhaps we might have been deceived mm-hmm. and play dumb, trying to get at the truth. And Here he comes. He's riding down the road. He's oh, coming man. back. All sweaty and yes. <laughs> do you know what I like to do when I arrive home and I'm super sweaty and tired? To dive into a scummy pond. Drive into a scummy <laughs> pond. <laughs> best. Oh my gosh. I wonder if he rides the same horse throughout the series. Maybe he does. Is this fly. his horse that he takes with him everywhere? I don't remember. I to pay attention to that. He's on a black horse when he's at Northfield. I think you're right. But he must have a horse at home. Oh, look at him. He's just. He's so happy. He's, he's, he's not sure what he's going to do. Do you know what I miss most about my house when I'm not there? Your scummy pond? The toilet. <laughs> what? It's so nice to come home to your own bathroom. <laughs> what a bizarre thing to say. No, come on. You guys must feel that way too, oh, right? Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. To be like, oh, God, I know where everything is. I'm in my bathroom, like my shower, my toilet, my sink, my mm-hmm. cabinet. Here we are in the portrait gallery. Oh, and we're going to walk up and see. They must have had to edit out so much wood creaking when they're walking oh, around Oh, probably. This house. <laughs> yeah, probably. Absolutely. I also don't think this portrait's particularly good. Um, her reaction to it is up. very good. I love the way her face is framed by the bonnet. Mm-hmm. She's an excellent actress. Up that they and do. her curls are so perfect. Oh, yes, with the wig. She thanks her wig in the um, basket. She's wearing a speech. wig? Yeah. They're two with different wigs. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, right it was absolutely that's her. That's not her hair. No, she's blonde. Uh, well, I knew she was blonde, but I thought she dyed her no, hair. No, that's a wig. In in her BAFTA acceptance speech, she's like, "I have to thank my wig." I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, totally. Those is. are really good wigs. Yeah, they are. You would I never had no idea. All right, here we go. He took off the <laughs> outer shirt. Uh, he just looks confused. It's like, why am I doing this again? Browning. And- he did it all for the Benjamins trying to come to some Whoops. kind of Whee. mental peace. Mm-hmm. And I just, just love the soundtrack here too. Is that like ratchets up and up as they yes. go closer and closer. And I know in our very first episode, we, we sort of narrated this a little bit or the second episode really to talk about, you know, this moment where they come yeah. together and have this extremely awkward conversation. But and now we're just enjoying it. Now we're just enjoying Sorry it. Sorry to everyone listening. We're just enjoying and it. And people talk about that shirt like it's so sexy, but it's actually very long. Like yeah, this... but it is plastered to its chest. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's true. And Look, it's, it's just like there's chest. so much. It's all, the romance is almost all subtextual a lot of the time. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, well, the we just la- we just latch nice. on to these things. Yeah, you do. Yes, exactly. you see so little exactly. of people's actual bodies in yes. these shows that you latch on to this. So for me, it's like he's got this like wet shirt on his chest, and also her. You can see through. Oh yeah, you can her see skirt her to her legs. legs. It seems incredibly her sensual. Muslin. Yes, it does. You're right. <gasps> oh, the moment that oh, beautiful that, that hits that note on the soundtrack. That beautiful note, and then he just stops dead in his tracks. And that look on his face is just pure astonishment. I'd say it's also a bit of fear. You know, he's just been thinking of her, and all of a sudden, mm. she materializes in front of him. Yeah. Oh, it's so humiliating for her, though, right? Yeah. To be at his house, wandering about his house, but thinking about there. what? How does it seem? Does it seem like I'm throwing myself in his way again? Mm-hmm. Oh, but Kristen, is all your family in good health? (laughs) 
Yeah, and he's trying. So he's so hard. affable. He's though. so trying so hard. He's 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 really trying, but his his the turmoil of his mind is making it hard to seem polite. It's funny because he is responding to the shock by being super polite, but he's actually more. Um, oh, what's what I'm looking for? He's less stiff than he is at any other time, right? Yes. He's so shocked. Even though he's awkward, he's still- Yeah, but his awkwardness is like more endearing than oh, any of his other- And I just have to say, I love the line. Well, uh, I, I'm just arrived Here's myself. my favorite part. Uh, perhaps a little less formally attired. <gasps> we must go to once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what must he think of me? Yeah, I'll have to watch her BAFTA um, exception. Yeah, I think you can find it. On oh, YouTube. I'm sure it's, it's on very YouTube. Very cute. Um, but she has a very funny way of speaking in person. She's not at all charismatic. She's very shy. A lot of actors are like that. Yeah, really. Um, they themselves are very introverted. Oh, it's only when they like wear the character that they, they become. Yeah. Here he is. Um, he's put on a thousand pieces of clothing. And here he is, in miraculously. Yeah. Perfectly tied. Perfectly tied. But I mean, his hair house, looks great. That house is really big. I mean, I bet it took them a long time to walk that. Oh, yeah. Back. You're, you're right. The you're implication. Because right. they were down in like the lower garden. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just the timeline in, in the movie. He probably started screaming as soon as he did yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, oh, bring me the clothes. Bring me the clothes. And the staff is like, oh, shit. He tied his cravats and all that. Um. Oh, he's so cute. He's he's so, so he actually happy. has dimples. It's so cute. Yes, he's so happy that she's there. He can't stop like talking to her and trying to talk to her and wanting to meet everybody. And it's just so sweet. But he's cheap side. He's recovered. She's testing him. Yes, that's right. And he doesn't. He's not phased at all. Delighted. He's delighted. Yes. And then now they're gonna bond over horse chestnuts. Over horse chestnuts. <laughs> I don't know what if I've ever sweetheart. actually had chestnuts. He seems like such a sweetheart. I just, this, this scene is so romantic because it's all for her. He's transformed and it's all for her. And isn't that what we want? To lift up a man no, who changes no, from No, no, no. <laughs> Kristen, that's the great myth. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the trip. That's the trap. It's a trap. It's that's a trap. the trap. Yes, you're absolutely right. It is. But He's it's only, also the stuff he, of many, many He has changed, novels. but only because he has really listened to what yeah, she said. He's grown as a person, which is valuable yeah. whether or not they actually get together. And she the has too. Yeah, and she has I two. never knew myself. They both grow. Yeah, I never knew myself. In fact, can you not? Oh, I just love I her. I can't she's, imagine what she's is got, She's got everyone's number. Yes, Mrs. Gardner does. But when I um, hadn't seen the end, I asked one of my teachers had they ever read it and what happens do they get together and my teacher was like mm, i think they uh they both grow and eventually they do get together and that's she was exactly right that's the entire plot yeah they both grow then they get together <laughs> boy meets girl <laughs> girl hates boy boy loves girl then they both grow and eventually get together here they are having this part so, so this is the part I was talking about it, when they're walking and they start going up the stairs. You her mus you can see right through her muslin to her legs, yes. and it's just like incredibly sensual because we don't see any parts of their bodies really. Yeah, they have this very shy conversation. And look at the gardeners; they're so romantic too. Yeah, they're so Aww, cute. They are. Oh, and he's so apologetic here. <sighs> Among them are those who oh, I just know, love this whole part of this. acquaintance with you. And he's sad. He drops his. He's arms so awkward. And he's, he's playing with his cuffs. Oh, you know, she, she doesn't know how to react and she looks away, but 
he gets over it. She's very shy here. He he gets over it. He offers her like this huge compliment, which is, "Can I introduce you to my sister?" His sister is like, I don't think she's necessarily even out. It's very funny, though, because usually in their interactions, she's never shy with him. She's always the one who kind of has the power in the conversation. Right. And here, she's still so embarrassed. Yes. And in that little frown, like, she doesn't understand why he's he's asked her oh, to meet us. It's just so romantic. I just watched this part over and over. Yeah. And then he helps her into the carriage. Oh, and they have that, this lingering, like, look. And, and everybody knows. Yes. Everybody else knows. The gardeners know. And the way he says Look her at her. Name she last. Mrs. Gardner's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he says her name last and then he has this for formal bow and looks mm-hmm. at her like this with these puppy eyes. And he watches them right away and she looks back. Oh, oh it's this nice moment. You know, they have this connection. Mm-hmm. And she can't believe it. She's like, hmm, you know, like this is a new thing. I have to look back. Freeze frame. Curiosity. Yeah. Oh, Kristen, it's so good. I love it so much. I could just watch that whole Pemberley part over and over. And I did. I think I actually wore out my first, our VHS copy. Oh, really? That's great. This part of the VHS. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. (sighs) Awesome. Oh, look at that. Forte Piano played by Melvin Tan. Yep. Melvin with a Y. (laughs) The classiest Melvin. It is true. Well... That concludes this episode. Do we have anything to talk about from the wheat sheet? Not yet. Because we do have we just went back to back. Yes. Um, we don't have anything at the moment. Um, and we're sorry if we may have missed your letter. We do try to talk about all of them, but we do have months go by with between podcasts and then we don't quite remember. So I'm really oh, apologize. And with the commentaries, we don't do like the type of prep we usually yeah, do. We just we sit do. down and do it. So we'll try to go with our Next real episode, I'll try to go through and address everything that we might have not addressed. And if you did contact us, thank you so much. We love. And hopefully, we actually responded. We do try to respond. Yes, because we love hearing from. We have like a ninety-six percent response rate. We we always do try to respond. And um, ninety-six percent. Why not a hundred? That's bullshit. Because I haven't responded to Colleen, which I really need to do. I just just discovered the other day that I had never written back and she wrote me a really interesting question, but we're not going to get to it until we do that. Okay. But I should point out that I even don't always get notifications when we get messages in that inbox. Sometimes we do just miss them because Facebook's crappy at notifying us. So if we did miss one, that's why um and you can always email us as well at first that's right first.impressions.podcast at gmail.com that's probably a better if if you are asking a question if you just want to give us a shout out or be like hey we really enjoy the podcast facebook totally fine um if you are asking a question and you would like a thoughtful response gmail is really the way to go just because it provides more notification and it gives us like it's a little less instantaneous we don't feel the need to respond right away we can think about it yep if that's a good way of saying it? Yes. Yes. And we I hate typing on my phone, so I usually check my Gmail when I'm at my computer. I'm the same way. Although I can't access Gmail at work anymore. That oh, no. really sucks. That's mm-hmm. really impeded my ability to remember to email people back. <laughs> really impeded my ability to waste time. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I said Busted. to remember to email people back because if I, re- I always respond right away. Because what happens is if you're like, oh, I'll have to do this later – it's later and you've forgotten you have emails to reply to. Like when mm-hmm. I'm chilling at home on the couch, I don't think to like, oh, right. wait, like open my email. email. Yeah, I do that all the time too. Yeah. So, okay. All well, right. Well, thanks everyone. We've delighted you long enough for now and we will be back soon. Bye. Bye.